0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DeathstoreProd.com movies and television podcast. As always, I'm dead. Got Caveman here.
1: Hey, people.
0: We both got switches. This ain't the games podcast, but fuck it, I wanted
1: to say that. Hey, man, switches get stitches. <laughs> uh. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes <coughs> me feel so good that you're so annoyed that I said that.
0: nah <laughs> uh. God damn it. <laughs> we just put a damper on the entire night, so...
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Sorry, Wasn't didn't that, that bad?
0: <laughs> I don't think we had a show last time we were supposed to have a show.
1: Oh, uh, it's... Quite possible.
0: Oh no, last one was on the thirteenth. Yeah, so I guess we've I guess we've been good then. Or good ish. I'm sorry, I'm fucking late with these. I
1: d I don't sleep. We've both been having really messed up sleep schedules and we apologize. Because that means that we're not able to put out quality as quickly as we would like.
0: It's going to even worse tonight because I, that's something I need to do before noon. And if I go to sleep, I will not wake up until afternoon. So no sleep for me.
1: I've been trying to shift to a daytime schedule and because of that I've been not getting sleep or getting too much sleep and it's just been really freaking weird. This has been your bi weekly update on our sleeping schedules. This is not you're not here to listen to us complain about sleep. You're here to listen to us complain about movies and television. Yes, okay, man. What do you have to complain about? Ah, uh, well, the first thing that I have to complain about is the fact that Black Lightning is not available for me to watch unless I download the CW app. It's on Netflix. Which pisses me off. It's not not on my Netflix. I go Goog- I checked it. It's on our
0: Netflix up here in Canada.
1: Well, it's not on American Netflix. And if it is, then my Netflix is screwing me. That is weird. Yeah, I know. Like we should have everything cuz America. Well, like no. the CW I think
0: has like a deal with Netflix or something. Like, like, pretty much every n- new show on the CW ends up ends up on Netflix, like, the week after the episode airs.
1: Not in America. I still don't have uh, the updated Legends of Tomorrow. That is
0: so goddamn weird.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't know what the hell. Like, maybe it's because they're really pushing the, uh, the CW app in America or something. I don't know. Maybe. But...
0: I mean, I don't think we have that here in Canada.
1: Yeah, I don't want it, (laughs) because their app is very poorly optimized. Well, too damn
0: bad, Bips. This is the future. Uh, You're going to sign up for 19 different dedicated networks fucking things if you want to watch any shows you want to watch. Or do what I do.
1: Anyway. um, But that's really all I have to complain about. Uh, I did watch a few things, and the first one that I want to talk about is... A bit of a weird one. Um, Now, this is on... uh, At least it's on American Netflix. I don't know what else. But it's a show called Revolting Rhymes. I have never heard of that. Yeah, it's a reimagining of classic fairy tales, apparently written by Roald Dahl. Um, And it's a story told by the wolf, you know, Big Bad Wolf, uh, about how Red Riding The first one, anyway. About how Red Riding Hood killed his nephews, skinned them, and is now wearing one of their uh, skins. <laughs> what? Yeah. Revolting Rhymes. I highly recommend it. I gave a bit of a spoiler, but it's still so worth the watch. If only because... It's really, really well done. Like, I don't know why it's called Revolting Rhymes, because there's nothing really that dirty, dark, or gross, or just scarring or jarring in there.
0: Yeah, like, when you first said the name of it, I was like, wait, so this is like a fucking... This is like a hip-hop scene thing?
1: No, it's, it's just, just some rhyming storytelling. It's just rhyming storytelling. And, of course, like... They, they continue rhyming even in the moments where they're out of the story and just interacting. But... Yeah, no. This is... It is... It's very well animated. Um, They have... It has a distinct style and it sticks to it. But it's... You know, it features Red Riding Hood, Snow White, the Huntsman, the Evil Queen... They actually have a funny interpretation of the Seven Dwarves that I'm not going to uh, just say, because I actually really want you to check it out, because I think you'll enjoy it. Okay. Because um, you like weird shit. Yep. Uh, it's... It's it's a fun show. Um, it only has two episodes on American Netflix. I don't know if it's going to be getting more. Um... But yeah. It's it's good. That like I can't I can't say much more about it.
0: And no, for uh, the movie it, it is a two parter.
1: Yeah. The next thing it's the big movie. Everyone was talking about it. Came out around last ti- last Valentine's Day, I'm sure everybody was on a date to go see it. I did go see it. Early man. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's about Ardman, son. It's kind of classic ARDMAN fare, sadly. And by classic, I mean it's not that exciting. It's. You don't really
0: go to ARDMAN movies for fucking.
1: Chicken Run. Flushed Away. The Curse of the Were Rabbit. <laughs> Just gonna shut you down right fucking there. ARDMAN is awesome. Yeah, ARDMAN they... is great.
0: I'm not saying. I wasn't fucking disparaging ARDMAN.
1: <laughs> we were hoping to get like a chicken run or a um a chicken run or a flushed away <laughs> and instead we got Sean the Sheep hey, which kind of made us sad no, I'm not saying Sean the Sheep is bad I'm saying that it's that kind of dry boring like Okay, this could have been a really like short episode, 30 minutes or something, and you stretched it to an hour and a half. Uh, there's a romance that doesn't make sense and doesn't need to exist. Yay. How does your time scale work in this movie? Because it doesn't make any sense on the in the real world. It works by English.
0: That's how it does. You got fucking tea times or whatever.
1: That's how English clocks work, right? Yes. (laughs) Seven (laughs) tea times. So, you've got your cast of characters. The disparaging old man who never really believes that the group can grow beyond what they've already got. The pack of wild idiots that you need to m- monitor and keep like keep safe. Main character who's always wanting to reach slightly beyond what they've been doing. I roll my eyes. Yeah,
0: isn't this a movie about like soccer or something? Football. Proper right, football. Yeah, it is British.
1: Like, that's actually one thing that I was like, is this soccer? And I was like, no, this is British. They're playing football. <laughs> For any <laughs> Americans out there, not the one where you don't actually kick the ball. The one where you kick the ball.
0: Yeah, the Seriously, one where, one where the we, foot primarily interacts with the ball.
1: Why why do we call it football instead of elbow egg?
0: Because you kick it.
1: Like, twice in the game. Yeah. <sighs> but no. Uh the animation it's it's Ardmin. What can I say? It's good. The humor, uh some of its hits, some of its misses. There's really nothing that you know I can say about ab- about it or against it. It's it's Ardman. Ardman is good at what they do. It's just this happens to be one of those instances where it's like hey Ardman. This is blase. Thank, thank you.
0: Yeah, you guys, you guys like
1: Wallace and Kromit. Kind of wish I'd gone to see uh, Black Panther instead. I did. I got, you. My 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 wife and I walked out of the theater like, yeah, we paid too much for this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why did you go see that instead of Black Panther?
1: Because we wanted to see a comedy and I really wanted to see Early Man because I was worried that it wasn't going to get attention that it deserved, and it didn't get... it. it I gave it more attention than it deserved. <laughs> I was expecting a better film, and I didn't get that. And it kind of makes me uh, sad. Um... And the last thing that I... That I've watched that I haven't talked about sixteen thousand times because I mostly rewatch shit. Um, Netflix has this weird thing where they like just have a, like a movie made out of individual Disney shorts called Disney Animation, and I watched Disney Animation Volume Two: Three Little Pigs. There is actually a narrative there. Is it the like, Three Little Pigs? Th- Across the three little pigs... There's multiple shorts involving the three little pigs... And their interactions with the big bad wolf. And there is a story arc... With character development... Centered around how the... Oldest pig interacts with his brothers. And like... I realized it on my second watch... Because I put it on as background noise... And I was shocked... Because there is actually... An arc... In, like, 1950s Disney animation, there is a character arc. And it starts with... It starts with the big brother, like, looking slightly down on his brothers, like, oh, they're just layabouts who aren't actually doing work properly. Yeah, why do not they spend the time to make a piano out of bricks? And then they, um, like... Like, then the wolf shows up and he's like, ah, I'll save you guys. And he has f- a little bit of fun at their expense and it shows camaraderie. In the next one he's shown to be working while they're laying about and he see- he, see- he seems like he's like had enough of their shit at this point. He's not truly done with them but he's kind of more worried about getting his house done than even interacting with the his brothers as they're about to get a uh, red riding hood killed because he's like, don't go into the woods, go around the woods. There's a wolf in the woods. And they're like, eh, who's kook scared of the wolf? Cause the brothers at this point are so used to their big brother beating the crap out of the wolf that they don't view him as a threat anymore. <laughs> And in the wow. third one, it's gotten to the point where they don't even respect their older brother anymore. Taking the piss out of him for his preparations for the defense against the wolf. Because they see he's beaten the wolf. Anybody can beat the wolf. And the brother gives no fucks anymore. Like, they they blow the wolf alarm, and he's like, I warned them if they blew it again, I wasn't coming. <laughs> and he just keeps doing what he's doing until such a th- such until like such a loud blow occurs that he's like I can't ignore this anymore. I got to go do something. There isn't there, it's it's a shock, but there is an arc to their story. And like I a- don't know if it was intentional or not. You got to think that it kind of was. But like these must have been years apart. So I'm just sitting there like hmm. Curious.
0: I mean like with with that level of fucking connection between the three of them, whoever was making that had to be like yeah this this is a, this is a single story because it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense like like them doing all these things that have like you know effects in the later stories, but then just making them with no intention of making anything else connected to it
1: except I'm not sure because like this could be me reading more into the story than there actually is there. Like, I don't know, 100 I'm not 100% sure, but I think there's something there, and it was certainly entertaining for me to piece it together and, you know, like, make these comments and shit.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there is actually one more thing that I've uh, just noticed on my queue that I did watch. Um, it's called The Mortified Guide, and it... It's, I think they're comedians, I'm not 100% sure, but it's people going up on stage and sharing some of their more embarrassing moments from their, like, youth. Um, the first one, which is the only one I've watched so far, is about their experiences with sex and love and romance, and there's actually a really hilarious bit where a guy and a girl who, like, would am each other are, like, up on stage reading their IMs back and forth. And it's, like, the guy had had a crush on the girl, and she shut him down. Like, he even at one point says nice job closing all hope there <laughs> because of the way she phrased something. It just like, there's no hope for a relationship between the two of them, which I loved. And then the very end of the bit it was like, yeah, we've been such good friends and we've been together so long. And as a matter of fact, last autumn, I married her and he leaned heavy on the, like the end of that sentence. And then to her lovely husband, Mike, <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's like, which goes to show you that anybody can get an online pastor's license this uh, this day and age. Which I loved. I thought that was great. But it there were there was a lot of the, there's a, there was a lot of it that just wasn't funny to me. But there was enough. There was enough humor in there that I'm like, eh, I might watch episode two. Maybe. Okay. But that's all I've watched that I haven't talked about, and I apologize. But that's also as in depth about anything as I can go. So sorry, it only took me like fifteen minutes. <laughs>
0: hey, for a short one, folks. So then, my stuff. Uh, so I've probably talked about this before, but I kind of want to talk about it again. Blind spot.
1: I don't think you've talked about it.
0: I feel like I might have at some point, but I... Yeah, blind spot is bad. Like, just kind of no bones about it, just bad. And it's lasted for three seasons. And it's not bad in a way... It's not bad in a way that that would make sense. It's not like it's not it's not something that is really terrible, but people keep watching it just to see what the fuck happens next.
1: So, it's not a train wreck. No, it's just boring. That sucks. Yeah, you haven't talked about this. Or if you've had, it's so boring that I forgot.
0: Yeah, which is weird because it has a kind of interesting premise to it. Go on. So, basic idea: somebody leaves a duffel bag in the middle of Times Square. Uh, Cops use this like, "Oh, okay, that's a bomb. I need to clear out this place." they clear it out, uh, bring in the bomb squad, open the duffel bag. Turns out it's not—it's not a bomb. It's a woman. Some lady was just dumped in the middle of Times Square in a duffel bag, naked, covered in tattoos from head to toe. Okay each of those tattoos is a coded message that leads them to a crime that is about to happen or a crime that has already happened that they're about to expose.
1: Okay. That sounds really fucking interesting.
0: Yeah. And then the story is, and then like the main main thing is like they, a procedural thing of them fucking getting, solving these fucking tattoos and whatever. And then also figuring out who put these tattoos in this girl's body Why do they do it, and how do they know about all these things? That is an interesting idea for a fucking show. That is a very
1: interesting idea.
0: And everything they do with it is just fucking boring. It also doesn't help that they very much keep fucking up the stakes episode to episode. Like, first episode, somebody's going to blow up the Statue of Liberty. Are you shitting me? That's the first episode. That's their first episode. Now, on the 19th episode, somebody is shooting up a university because a football coach fucked him as a child. Just that there's a bit of a there's a bit of a disconnect there. And things just keep wavering back and forth between, like, just, like, some low-level thing that, while still terrible, is not, is, like, not something, it's just it's this weird fucking thing just going back and forth between this fucking, like, giant terrorist-level events and just a local monster. Which is bizarre to me. Like, I'm watching this show. Yeah. And usually they, do, usually they wait until, like, fucking the third or fourth season before they introduce the fucking sarin gas attack. But no, in this one, first season, somebody just stole a bunch of fucking VX nerve gas. They're going to fucking launch it into space or something. And then the next episode, oh, there's a guy, like, killing people. It's like, stabbing them. They will go get him. And as we learn throughout, throughout the first goddamn season, those tattoos are put in there by an organization that is trying to expose political corruption. What? Every one of those tattoos and every single crowd that they point to has some connection to somebody in a position of power covering something up.
1: Like the football thing I just talked about, uh, yeah. Some politician made it so that the guy wouldn't go to jail for raping someone. Yeah, I got that. Oh no, far. it
0: wasn't a politician. It was the entire. It was the entire fucking head of head. It was all the heads of the university that he was at. Just anybody that he did anybody he did that to, they then gave them a full ride scholarship to their university to shut him up. And then with the one with just stabbing a dude. Uh, His brother was a senator. Just. Yeah. And then occasionally there's just an episode just like, "Eh, fuck it. There's crime happened. Let's go stop it. And almost everyone on that show. Is kind of a terrible actor. This sounds like such an interesting idea. Like, like in like in the episode with the fucking football thing, one of our character, one of our main characters, used to fucking go to his football camps. And then when he finds out what's happening at the end, he is. I'm just going to do a do like a semi semi accurate quote of what he said, in as close to his as close to his intonation as I can get it. I know what you did with those kids. I'm going to I'm going to investigate this. I'm going to hunt you down. I will put you away for the rest of your life. And that sends him away. As as his buddy walks up and like tries to like push him back to keep him from going fucking completely just losing his shit on the guy. And apparently that was supposed to be him being angry. Just everything he fucking delivers is just incredibly flat, terrible. Uh, our main guy, he's all just fucking. I'm rough, grim. I'm B.F.V. Batman. Uh, our, our main focal character, uh, Jane Doe, as they call her. Because other thing, her memory was wiped. Yeah, she has no idea who she is, where she comes from, who put the tattoos on her body, or why. She just kind of wakes up. I don't know where I am. I am very cold. Please get me clothes. At least it's not amnesia. Nope, it's drugs. Just like buttloads of drugs. Yeah. Also, another very, very odd thing in the show there is a character with no first name.
1: Like, everyone in the like show. Like, reverse share?
0: <laughs> God, like, everybody in this show just calls her Patterson. And any nickname she has is based off of her last name. Anytime they're in a situation where she would have to say her first name, they cut away to something else. Why? I don't know. She's just Patterson. Even on the fucking wiki describing the characters. No first name given. Nothing. She is just Patterson. That's all she is. And she is kind of the best character on the show because she is the best acted because she's being acted by Ashley Johnson who is a really good actress
1: okay that's that's interesting
0: yeah I do not know I don't know what the fuck this show is I feel like I'm in the first season of this show and I feel like I'm watching the fifth season of a show Because they're kind of at okay. that level of ridiculous plots and people just kind of not giving a shit anymore.
1: Okay. I can only imagine it's going to get worse.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm I'm fucking counting on it. Because maybe then I'll have something interesting to talk about with it other than, hey, this one character doesn't have a first
1: name. Oh, you know, there's actually one more thing I wanted to talk about. Okay. Um... Sh- fucking stop it with the biopics. I don't Fucking care about the origination point of the goddamn song? I can only imagine. Wait, what? I don't fucking care. I was I was in the theater for Early Man, and there was a fucking trailer for a song for a movie based around the song. I can only imagine. I don't fucking care. I'm sorry, but this is like that is that is actually be starting to actively piss me off with how many like. Fucking, like, oh, this is based on real events. Uh, uh, everyone wants to know about this, right? This is essential to human life. I don't fucking care. Oh. <sighs> what? Are you not. Did you not understand what I said, or no, are you no, reacting
0: I'm, to. I'm reading.
1: Ah, w- is like a real company making this. I think so, but it might be one of those Christian movie uh, companies. Okay. However, so this was this was advertised in a real, real legit, proper real theater. I was at the AMC Palace. Like, okay, one of the so... one of the biggest movie company one of the biggest movie theater companies in the world. Ah, fuck this. So it's being I'm produced. so sick of it. Yeah, so
0: it was being produced by Mission Pictures International and Kevin Downs Productions. Which I Okay, yeah, fuck it, whatever.
1: But like it's being put out by goddamn Lionsgate. Like, I don't even care that it, like, it seems like a very heavily Christian movie. My problem is that it seems like a very boring Christian movie. Yeah, like, it's... Like, hey, let's watch this guy's shitty life that a lot of people lived. And most of them didn't manage to, you know, become, infa- become famous about it.
0: Yeah, this this film was based on the story behind the double platinum song, I can only imagine, the most played contemporary Christian song of all time.
1: Because it's one of the few that doesn't sound super Christian all the time. Why did they think this needed to be made?
0: Because somebody, somebody out there is fucking running out of history to make movies about. I don't know.
1: Think about World War I, we don't have a ton of those.
0: Yeah, but that won't that won't get you a lot of money with the fucking stupid demographics. I don't know. This shit is retarded. Dennis Quaid is in this.
1: I know. Jesus, goddamn.
0: I, what happened, to, what the fuck happened to Dennis Quaid? Didn't he have like a career once?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Like, just
0: somewhere along the way, he just fucking, like, something broke, or he just ran out of money, and then he started being in just dog shit.
1: Oh, I just thought of a joke that I really shouldn't say.
0: Yeah, like, basically, after 2002, he was in Far From Heaven, and then The Day After Tomorrow...
1: Maybe he became a Christian. That's what happened.
0: There's not many Christian films on here. Look at his yeah, filmography. I know.
1: I know. <laughs> but...
0: Fuck, he was in a god. Goddamn... He was in a dog's purpose.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. What the
1: shit? Was that movie religious? No, it was just a piece of shit. It's just a
0: dog's purpose and just like it sounds almost religious to me.
1: As a matter of fact, it's kind of anti-religious because it it preaches the concept of reincarnation. And like there are religions that believe in reincarnation. Yeah, Christians don't like that. Well, they don't like it for people. Maybe dogs are cool.
0: Maybe dogs don't go to heaven. Maybe they just fucking go on other dogs. Bow chicka bow wow. We have we have yet to we have yet to hear a fucking treatise on what Christians believe about dog souls.
1: Well, I was taught they go to heaven,
0: but but they don't. Charlie Barkins went to hell.
1: Like I don't hell. have an answer for that. There there, there is dog <laughs> hell. I don't have a counterpoint for that. He has he's got a valid point there, people.
0: <laughs> <sighs> See I fucking I can only imagine in theaters who gives a fuck? Anyway, I I watched Bright.
1: You watched what? Bright. The hell is bright. It is a Netflix movie. Oh, that thing, the Will Smith thing. Yes. It's oh, yeah, I did bad. watch that. I actually I forgot that I watched it. Fair. That's how that's how little of an impact it left on me, people. Yeah, it is it is bad
0: as you've heard. I'm assuming. And given And given that I regularly talk about how I don't have money to eat, I believe – I feel like I'm safe in assuming that y'all don't think I'm one of those people who's been paid off to shit on Netflix movies. Because that is apparently a thing that people believe.
1: What, that we've been paid to shit on Netflix movies?
0: No, that anybody has been paid to shit on Netflix movies. That that major studios are paying critics to give Netflix original films bad ratings – so that Netflix will tank and people go to the movie theater more.
1: Mm. I mean, it's as conspiracy theorist as you can get. But I could see at least one person getting paid to do that. But why? It wouldn't matter. Yeah, I could still see it. But yeah, no, if I had been paid to poo-poo Netflix movies... Honestly, I probably would have taken the offer, but I would also have told you guys, because that's not the kind of thing I'd keep secret. Yeah, just, I may have been paid to shit on this movie, but let me tell you, this movie is bad. Yeah, honestly, honestly, like, you <laughs> probably would have heard that exactly come out of my mouth.
0: Oh, God.
1: And when it's a good movie, like, look, I was paid to shit on this movie... Uh, so I'm just going to make up some lies about it for the next hour. (sighs) (sighs) But no, Bright was terrible. Yes, I guess for anybody Um, who doesn't
0: know, um, what if Shadowrun had less thought put behind it?
1: No, no, it's not even that. It's what if we added in some D&D races and just attributed them the same things as normal, you know, white or black or Hispanic people. That's literally it. Yeah, actually, just it's 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 so stupid. Yeah, let's
0: let's just take really arch over, like let's literally take a fucking arch, trying too hard racial archetypes, and apply them to fantasy races, basically. So yeah, the orcs are black people, the elves are white people, humans are... I thought they
1: were Mexicans. Pardon? I thought orcs were Mexicans. No, black.
0: The Mexicans are Mexican.
1: Mm, fair so enough.
0: Remember there's Poison and his fucking gang, and how the Juan belongs to the Barrio?
1: You know. Yeah. So anyway. You know they thought they were doing something pivotal when they came up with this, too.
0: Yeah, it's just all the really shitty street art. Like at the beginning of it, they just like keep just keep painting over fucking street art. I happening. still
1: don't get what the importance of the of the uh, of the shiny was. So I'm gonna call it the shiny. The wand. Yeah, it's like it's ooh, magic. It's, it's a magic wand. Woo! We have guns.
0: Yeah, the magic wand can like I don't know make you poop gold. Okay. We have guns. It can make your guns chocolate.
1: Okay, we have nukes.
0: It can make your nukes Skittles.
1: Okay, we have C4. We're going to run out of things that you can turn them into before I run out of ways to kill a lot of people. It can make your C4 silly buddy. Okay, I've got Simtex.
0: It can make your Simtex
1: a comedy equivalent of Simtex. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I win. (laughs) Okay, you can make it pudding. <laughs> no, it's too late. You can't take... You can, Don't take back, <laughs> <laughs> What What
0: I'm saying is, like, the idea in the world of Bright is that the wand is more powerful than anything traditional weapons can come up with.
1: Yeah, I get that. But... It's like, there's, like, one of these we can kill anyone who is wielding it with a sniper shot Because and the I don't care can revive fucking... them
0: or they could have put up a force field that fucking deflects bullets and then boom, you're dust and then the okay. city is dust
1: okay, but the thing is the people in this movie were not smart enough to think of that no, they weren't, but still like, if it were you or me who was a wielder a bright yeah, I refuse to use that term <laughs>
0: I thought like for like when they started very 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 non subtly introducing the idea that that the that one of these two fuckers will be a bright I actually assumed it was gonna be fucking Jacoby.
1: The orc? Yeah. I was just like I was hoping it would be the orc because that would at least make the movie slightly more intelligent. Yeah, it would just be this it would be something. Because, like, everyone expected Will Smith to be the bright.
0: Yeah, but then everybody in the fucking movie starts talking about fucking Jacoby like he's some kind of orc Jesus. Or at least, like, the fancy people do. Everyone else treats him just like dog shit. Because he got dentistry done, I guess. Or he's a race traitor. But I was like, some people talk to him and talk to him like orc Jesus. And I was like, I, I, I assumed... That it would be that he is a bright, and then he is a bright, and like, oh, God, I'm fucking all powerful and shit, and then does, like, the cop thing, and everybody's like, I guess orcs aren't all bad. Because that's how this movie treats race relations. It's what if bright. So it, intelligent. Yeah, Bright is what if Crash had orcs in it.
1: This movie, it was essential to making uh, me better understand race relations. Yeah, man. I just threw up in my mouth a little bit.
0: If only we knew that for it it to be... if, If only we knew that for race relations to end, we just had to have one person be magic. And then not hate somebody. And then racism is over.
1: So you're telling me we need an Orc Jesus. <laughs> oh my god, that's my next character. <laughs> <laughs> if Gawain dies, I'm coming back as Orc Jesus.
0: <laughs> okay, we'll just to let you know, in any world I set up, Orc Jesus is already Norn, the Orcish Barbarian Wizard.
1: Okay, then never mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he is not forever shall be the Orc Messiah. Uh, yeah i just bright was
1: oh uh, there's a really great video I, that i lit, had, i lit, was really fucking hopeful for bright like i was yeah, like, totally. like oh I, this this will be the thing that makes us love will smith again yeah hell i was getting into shadow run
0: when bright when the fucking bright marketing began
1: look forward to death door prods shadow run <laughs> never
0: and eh, maybe But no, like I picked up the book, started reading it, and then the bright trailer dropped. I was like, huh, how f- fucking
1: serendipitous. I don't even remember. Is Does it have the same, like, base concept as to why there's magic as nope. uh, Shadowrun? No. I didn't think so. Nope. Uh, uh, Shadow like, Run, no, least...
0: yeah. yeah, Shadowrun makes sense. Where, <laughs> Where Earth, up until the very recent history, was the exact same as Earth as we know it the dragon burst out of a mountain and then shit happened got magic in bright lord of the rings happened and then things progressed into basically modern day but with orcs and elves yeah like the the point where history diverges from what we understand of history is 2000 years before the beginning of the story yeah so then in that 2000 year period Nothing changed except the orcs were there also elves are there too, but only perfunctory mess only only a perfunctory mention just like hey we're going through elf town. they do and then nothing else happens.
1: yeah I don't remember this movie very well. <laughs> I remember just out of hatred like I couldn't even bring myself to hate it though I was just like eh. It's there. It's not very good. But it's not really there, though.
0: Is whoever thought of this movie put so little thought into what actually would happen? And were just so fucking lazy about how to actually put these ideas forward. That they just fell, on, they just fell back onto whatever fucking old kind of racist ideas they had about the world and then just fucking painted fantasy colors on them
1: is this my favorite thing about people who have no understanding of the of like high fantasy is just watching them like try and portray a fantasy race as anything other than a stereotype <laughs> yeah and my fa- my absolute favorite ones are when they couldn't even get the stereotype of the fantasy race. They're just using real-world stereotypes. Yeah. Which happens in Bright. <laughs> yeah, like so in, in, in... Like, orcs,
0: very clan mentality. They are whatever benefits, the, whatever benefits the clan, this is this. We fucking glory, honor for the tribe. And then in this, that's like street gangs, right? Let's just put them all in hockey jerseys and toques.
1: Uh, for the Americans watching a toque, it's a knit cap.
0: You might call it a beanie? No. A Someone. beanie something else. Not can not Canadians. Tukes are toques. He won the beanies. Okay. <laughs> pretty sure anyway.
1: <laughs> yep. I I think toque is my favorite thing I I've learned about from can, from Canada. <laughs> uh.
0: Yeah, like I have a I technically have a beanie on my fucking desk, but I call it a toque.
1: Favorite thing about canadia toques.
0: <laughs> but you don't like poutine?
1: Oh god, no. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck you talking about? Poutine's amazing. <laughs> no, thank you. Throw some fucking bacon in that bitch? My diet is bad enough. <laughs> then you ain't trying hard enough, son. I'm trying not to die by the age of 40. Your loss. No, it would be the world's loss if I died by the age of 40. Not really. They'd be deprived of my wit, cynicism, and poop jokes.
0: Oh no, the five people listen to this podcast.
1: Oh, all my friends, too. Oh, no, the six people who listen to this podcast. Now, trust me, they don't listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, one of them listens to the podcast, and that's because he's really dedicated to the site. (laughs) (sighs)
0: Like, I don't even listen to this podcast. I don't listen to any of them because I'm on them.
1: I don't listen to any of the podcasts. (laughs) That's a problem, my friend. No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I watched Coco. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty good. Good, because I'd have to I'd have to go to Canada and punch you if you said anything else.
0: I I like it. It had its problems for me. Like the grandmother, the abuela. Mm-hmm. She like even the. Like, I know, I know this is going to sound stupid, talking about a fucking Disney Pixar movie. But she was too cartoonish.
1: I can see where you're coming from. I didn't feel that way, but I can see where you're coming from. Like, again, for those who don't know,
0: uh, Coke, this kid, uh, Miguel. I believe that's his name. Yeah, he's from a family of shoemakers who, for two generations, have hated music. Just music. Ah, fuck that noise, and get to his grand, get to Miguel's grandma, and he goes near music. She beats people, like not even like him, not even like him playing music. Just him, like touching a guitar, makes her fucking threaten to murder a mariachi. He pulls out a guitar that he made himself, fucking like a good sounding, like actually really well made guitar kind of. Yeah, like,
1: it's very impressive that he managed to do that out of basically junk. Yeah,
0: like the fr- like all the fucking fret markers are nails. Uh the like uh, all the heads are just fucking nuts and bolts he's found around the house. He yes, he has to tune it with a fucking wrench.
1: And it's surprisingly good sounding. Yeah, like and, yeah, and it's like, it is actually a shock how good this like. Like, I looked at it, I was like, that's gonna sound terrible, and I was like, well, they don't know how guitars work, no, no, when no. it did sound awesome. Yeah, and
0: like, he ma- he made all that, too, without his family finding out about it.
1: He also had a shrine. A fucking shrine. Yeah,
0: a literal shrine. To, to this dude, to... That, where he taught himself guitar.
1: So, uh, can we reveal the twist, or, like... Uh, we'll get there. Okay, I, I just wanted to know if I should avoid talking about it. But yes, yeah, so... Yeah, so...
0: We have that. He plays one note and the grandma destroys the thing. And then it's like, there, now you can be good person and only make shoes like the rest
1: of us. The most boring of professions. I actually mentioned that with my. I mentioned that to my wife and she was like, yes, but it's also the mo- one of the most guaranteed professions. Because people always need good shoes. And I was like, darn if you aren't right. Nah, the we woman got robots was being practical. What? We got robots for that. Maybe in, like, America. But honestly, I would prefer to wear one of their shoes because, you know, it's a fucking nice shoe. It probably <laughs> they cost a, a fuckload of money, though. Soul into that. Yeah, but if I'm going to get nice shoes, I'm not going to get ones that were made by a robot. I'm going to get ones that were custom-fitted, <laughs> leather-polished.
0: If I'm going to so get nice, nice shoes, the nice shoe is going to cost me $25. And
1: it's not a nice shoe. It's, just a shoe. it's nice for me. Not nice, nice shoe. It's just a shoe.
0: Okay, what's the cutoff point for a nice shoe? What What is the exact price point you need to hit before it becomes nice? One
1: hundred and twenty dollars. Get fucked. <laughs> that
0: is literally more than my entire wardrobe. <laughs>
1: Same. I don't own any nice shoes. Like, I have. You walk decent in them, shoes, They go into yeah. the dirt. Why? Why? People will pay that much for shoes. People are stupid.
0: Oh,
1: oh man. As yeah, so he runs off, plays a guitar, and ends up dying? Well, he steals from the dead on the day of the dead. Yeah. Steals from which... Ernesto de la Cruz. Which transports him to the underworld.
0: Well, not the underworld, just the spirit world, I guess. Because this this ain't hell. This is just...
1: Are you kidding me? He has to hang out with his his great-great-grandmother. That's hell.
0: Well, he hangs out with her for a hot second and then runs away. Because she... I will only let you go back to being alive if you promise to never touch a musical instrument or think about music again, you little fucker. Yeah. Your, your great-great-grandfather left me once, so fuck music.
1: Yeah, uh, the reason that they don't allow music is because the great-great-grandfather, um, well, left to play music. Oh, the horror. Yeah.
0: And then that translates to, I'm going to destroy this child's hard work for my own personal benefit. You Here's a fucking shoe thing. Go shine shoes, you little fuck.
1: Yeah, that's actually one of my uh, favorite moments uh, in the beginning of the movie, because everyone around the grandmother is like, whoa, too far, too far. <laughs> <laughs> Even his father's like, oh, you should not have done that. <laughs> what the fuck?
0: Like, I think this they like, nuts and bolts. What the fuck's wrong with you, Granny?
1: Let the kid have some pleasure. Fuck. Uh, uh, she just, just because your grandpa was an asshole doesn't mean he can't... Oh, okay, goodbye. Yeah, just because
0: your grandpa was an asshole doesn't mean you have to be an asshole.
1: Uh, and then more is revealed.
0: Yeah, so... As we get further in, uh, he meets up with a... He meets up with another dead person named Hector. Uh, all the dead people in this world look like... are skeletons. Skeletons wear clothes, and then they have, like, the little... Day of the Dead, like, designs on their, on their bucket, carved into their bones. Yeah. Which, I, I fucking love the
1: Day of the Dead aesthetic. Oh, it's so nice, but god damn, people really need to stop just applying it to everything. Yeah. Like.
0: It have been overused, but, like, not in this. In this one, it is...
1: No, 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 it's not the, my worry about it being overused, it's my worry about people who don't know what the fuck it means putting it on things. And then acting like they're a- appreciating the culture.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know a dick about the culture, though. I just like the design. I've the been problem. slowly
1: learning about the culture, and, even, and like, even at the point where I'm at, I'm like, I don't know enough to be able to pro- even say that I'm properly appreciating it. Because I'm not. Like,. I appreciate it, but I don't know enough about it to be able to be like, yeah, yeah, no, I know the culture. I, I, I could inform people about this. <laughs> like, the only thing I can inform people about is the proper pronunciation of, you know, Day of the Dead in Spanish. And I'm not even 100% on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, no. like, sh- Like, if you're going to pretend to show some respect, then actually maybe show some respect.
0: Hmm. Anyway, yeah. So, getting into the spirit world, uh, it is connected. It is connected like the real world via a bridge of magic flower petals, which is part of the whole thing. Like from what I understand, it is like on the Day of the Dead, you put up a photo of the people you are you are there to remember on like a mantle, and then lead and lead a path to it with uh, orange flower petals of a very specific flower. So their spirits are able to leave, and so the spirits are able to follow that to the family.
1: I can't remember the word they used. Ofrenda. Yeah, ofrenda.
0: Yeah, and the way that translates over into the spirit world is essentially the TSA.
1: Yeah, the spirit world's really fun in this, and just downright beautiful.
0: Oh yeah, just all all fucking neon, all fucking neon design, everything. It's fucking. Gorgeous. It animated really well. Like they, they do a lot of really inventive stuff with, with the fact that everybody's a fucking skeleton. And there's also Dante, who's a dog, who's great, and I love him, and he's the best.
1: Yeah. Uh, now, one of the very first things that we get to experience in the world of the dead, like, like with... Um, uh, what was his name? Uh, Hector was it? Yeah, is we get to watch one of the dead be forgotten. Yeah, and it is such a heartrending moment. They call but, it the final
0: death, where if you are, where if everybody who remembers you is gone and nobody remembers you anymore, then you just cease to be. Which yeah, is sad, but it would be more sad if we knew who that guy was, was relationship with Hector, and if I didn't and if I didn't have in the back of my mind the thought of they're just setting this up so that we actually have an explanation for the for the second ticking clock we have.
1: I didn't mind it. I thought it was
0: Like it was well done, but who was that guy?
1: I I don't need all of that information to be able to feel something about a character. Is the, is my thing. Like, I actually, like, all I needed was that song to be played, that slightly silly moment, and, like, it hit me right there in the heart because, I don't know, maybe I I really relate to that character a lot. Just the kind of old, that cr- a crotchety old man who's actually got a soft spot for the silly.
0: Yeah, for me, I just needed something.
1: I got a lot of story about him just from where he was and what his surroundings were like. I mean, this was a man who probably in life was the same way as he was in death. He was a bit of a hoarder who shut himself off from the outside. He was a loner who enjoyed the drink and probably enjoyed being alone. He... Honestly, probably had very few people who even knew about him, much less cared about him. And because of that, well, his clock was ticking, and it was ticking very quickly. And like the closer he got, the further and more detached he became to the point where he just didn't leave his house till, you know, the one of the few friends he has comes to visit and the only thing that he like the only request he has is play me that song I like. It's probably going to be the last thing I hear. And then you can, you know, steal my stuff as you wish.
0: Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs>
0: So yeah, it's... And yeah, so once again, Spirit World meets family. And then gets the fucking news. You have to leave here before sunrise, or you're stuck here forever. To
1: become one of the dead.
0: Then gets the additional ticking clock of, oh, I need to, you need to get back there and put the stick on the ofrenda, or I will fucking dust.
1: Which, honestly, I didn't really... We didn't really need... Yeah, no, that, was, that wasn't... There was no ticking clock there. Like, they weren't... He wasn't on a... Like, they wanted him to go put that picture back, but... No,
0: Hector wanted to do that because he. we saw he was literally oh, dying.
1: Oh, you're talking about Hector's picture. I thought you were talking about the uh, grandma's. No, Hector's. Yeah, no. Hector was... Hector was fucking glitching out. He was beginning to de-rez. He had one person who remembered him, and she was suffering from Alzheimer's, yeah, and dying. But luckily,
0: you play a guitar right, that cures Alzheimer's.
1: (laughs) Yeah. See the thing. The thing with that is, is you can sometimes. No, I know. I fucking know. I was, I was making a joke. Okay. (laughs) I. I know a couple of people who are suffering.
0: From, I was making a, a goddamn condition. joke. That's what we, we come here for, right? There's lots of dead air and Alzheimer jokes?
1: No, they come here for dead man and Alzheimer jokes. The <laughs> so dead air is something we really need to work on.
0: <laughs> oh, fuck you. Anyway. Yeah, I... It's like story beats, I wasn't I wasn't particularly hot on some of the stuff that happened in the story, stuff like, you know, Inciting Incident just being so fucking over the top, and literally everyone in the family just being like, Yes, we need to murder all music, otherwise we will let you die, child.
1: Well, again, I think you got the wrong interpretation there. It wasn't that they were like, we need to murder all music. It was, we will not fucking cross our mother who has a tiger. Not Abuela. She was, Uh, I want to
0: murder all music.
1: Yeah, she was a psycho. But the rest of the family all reacted with horror when she psychoed. So. And the dead ones? The ones who were all terrified of their mother.
0: And the mother, who again was, "I will let this child die." Yeah, no, she that was, that was she was over the top there. Just child, you will give up music, or you will be dead. And if you do die, I will feed you to my fucking tiger.
1: Yeah, she was over the top. Ah. <sighs> My biggest problem was the fact that they proved De La Cruz in the end was, you know, corrupt. Oh, yeah. we, should probably, yeah. uh, we so, should probably touch on the plot some more.
0: So, Ernesto De La Cruz, big guy, world-renowned musician. He's the one who inspires fucking Miguel. Uh, he thinks, hey, you're my fucking grandpappy because... Because he has his
1: grandfather's guitar.
0: Yeah. Great-grandfather's. Yeah, then heads in there
1: and, whoops, turns out he's a murderer. Uh there's a For Whom the Bell Tolls joke.
0: (laughs) Yes, it turns out De La Cruz is just a straight up fucking murderer. Uh
1: huh. And uh De la Cruz murdered um Hector. Hector Hector, who is the real grandfather. (gasps) Oh my god. Yeah, no, everybody saw that. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Uh, Literally, everybody saw that coming. You mean the Uh, central
0: character with no connection to the family is actually a central character with a connection to the family?
1: Yeah, no. Obvious. Obvious tricks is obvious. uh, I I fucking love (laughs) (laughs) Coco. I love this movie. It's so good.
0: I like it better than Moana.
1: Mm.
0: But it has kind of similar problems to what Moana had of... Just them spending too much time on other less important things, so that the story itself feels rushed a lot, and the world and, the world, and that the world itself from. feels very small, despite despite it potentially being fucking infinite. Like in Moana, it's essentially her island, the coconut goblin ship, crab man, where they're going. And then this huge goddamn place. We see the TSA gate, the slums, town square, and the fucking concert hall.
1: Though we do get a sense of scale with um, the outside view, there is no sense of scale in that. Like they get to places almost instantly. Yeah, like this takes place over the course of one night, and they travel a massive like, area in a very limited amount of time.
0: Yeah. And there is never really a rush. Like, even when it even when it gets to the point where fucking, you can see Miguel's rib cage, They're still just fucking cracking jokes and stuff about what's actually yeah. happening. And nobody's, they, like, they, they nobody's like, oh god, no, I don't they, have
1: organs! There is really no real sense of, okay, we need to move people. Which is... There's no sense of urgency even with all of the ticking clocks.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> but everything works out. Daily La Cruz over the course of the year is over the course of one year is systematically discarded across the entirety of the world.
1: Or at least in the hometown. Yeah, like, like we can't we don't see anything denoting like the rest of the world, so we can't directly say, but the way they paint it, it's like, yeah, no,
0: he's yeah, ruined. Like, yeah, like, before, there was, like, a fucking tour guide that was showing people around their town, and saying, hey, this is the grave site of Ernesto de la Cruz, the greatest musician to ever exist. His guitar's in there. Don't ever fucking touch it. And then you get to, and you get to the it's end. It's cursed. Yeah, and then you get to the end, and it is... It is, and here we have the Rivera Shoe Factory, where the guy who wrote all those Ernesto songs, who is now we now know is a horrible, discredited, lying bastard murderer. Yeah, the guy he killed wrote them all here. Check them out their
1: letters. They they do have like proof that he didn't write the songs, but still, it's it's wonky. Yeah.
0: And then, and then, because Miguel played guitar so good that Lee's Alzheimer's went away. Uh, next year, he's a full blown mariachi.
1: Yeah. Like again, I can see that happening because like he was friends with mariachis, and they would probably start training him. But really, not all musicians in Mexico wear mariachi clothes.
0: Yeah. Some of them just fucking rock out in like t shirt and jeans.
1: It was it like my only problem was the ending, because it was I hate saying this, but it was too happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Like even at, even at the end of it. Even even with Hector, he just like, TSA lady is like, huh, yeah, sure, you're going to get through, honey. And then he does, and then she just immediately switches over and do, well, I was fucking wrong. Head on through, dude. And then meets up with his wife, who apparently died, like, ten years after he left. Just based on, like, the
1: look of her. Yeah, that's that's another weird one. Like... I think what it is is your uh, appearance in the afterlife is dependent on the way people remember you on the ofrenda you know what I mean because some there were old people there were young people but then so, why does
0: but then why doesn't Hector have the fucking awesome white uniform shit is just looking like a fucking beggar like he was in the photo that he wanted put up
1: uh no um Hector, uh, Hector's clothes were mended. I think the clothes are optional. I think it's really the age and physical appearance that is, you know, altered. I don't, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know.
0: But anyway, so yeah, it turns think, out the giant flying tiger is also a regular cat. Yeah. And the retarded dog is a spirit
1: guide. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why the retarded dog is there. He's essential to the plot. Yeah, they
0: they say in the first 10 minutes, he's not a spirit guide. Look at this fucking dumbass.
1: Well, no, they say he is a spirit guide, and the kid's like, are you serious? He's like, fuck you, dude. And
0: And then then he turns into a fucking neon flying dog.
1: Yeah, in the end, he's a neon flying fucking dog. (laughs) I I love this movie, but (laughs) that fucking dog. That dog was great, dude. I love that dog he's he is fucking adorable he's adorable but I kind of wish he hadn't been so plot essential that's the thing though he kind of wasn't Like even when
0: he becomes a spirit guide he then fails at being a spirit guide by constantly putting his kid's life in danger If my kid falls I'm gonna grab him whoops I can't fly I'm too shit at it save me tiger god Like, he gets his wings and then does nothing with them except fail at using his wings properly.
1: No, he hovers a little.
0: Yeah, a little. And then again, Miguel's falling to his death. Dante flies after him. Doesn't get him. Then Tiger tiger goddess to fucking fly in. Yeah. Then, final thing. Gotham at Gaslight. So this is This is the Victorian steampunk Batman where he fights Jack the Ripper who is in America and Gotham.
1: Well there were some theories that said Jack the Ripper fled to America and Canada actually. But
0: no this was this is these are the first Jack the Ripper killings.
1: Oh, never mind then.
0: Yeah, this is, yeah, this is these are the first Jack's Ripper killings, and he is only killing Batman related characters. Like Poison uh, Ivy, the hooker.
1: Why Le- would you sleep with a woman named Poison Ivy?
0: I think that was her oh God! I think that was her stripper name. <laughs> then when she was out working the streets she was Pamela. uh then he kills um Dr. Leslie uh Leslie Tompkins the ner- the nun who runs the orphanage that helped helped like kind of look after Bruce Wayne Okay. Uh, and there's Selena Kyle uh singer at the cabaret and frequenter of town hall meetings
1: is the cabaret called the Cat's Meow
0: I don't think so <sighs> missed opportunity uh and a couple other people, but like they don't really fucking matter. Um
1: <laughs> Best description. And yeah, so it, yeah, matter. so it's just
0: Batman out there in the streets hunting down a murderer, trying to get in trying to get into Commissioner Gordon's good graces.
1: Wow I was I really thought you were about to say into Commissioner Gordon's pants. <laughs> I really did. No, uh,
0: he's trying to get into Selena in Kyle's pants. And succeeding sure. quite well.
1: That's what he tells everyone.
0: Yeah, he just straight up straight up, just put a swerve on that girl and just fucked over Harvey. Yeah, Harvey Dent's in this and he is a cunt. Like, even before going Two-Face, he's a bit of a cunt.
1: Yay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't care. I don't care about Harvey Dent. Two-Face is the only interesting one. I, I played the Batman Telltale game, and in season one, I was like, you're going to become Two-Face either way, right? Eh, you're more interesting as Two-Face. And I opted to just, like, eh, I'll take the chick, she's bangable. Because <laughs> fuck Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent is boring. Two-Face is the interesting character. When he's written well, Harvey is really interesting.
0: But he's rarely written well, because everyone thinks like you do. Same thing with Aquaman. Aquaman can be really compelling, but everyone's like, "Oh, I just talked to fish. Fuck that dude." But in this, he's it he was very much just kind of written by, so you don't give a fuck about Harvey Dent. So he's just some fucking pencil mustache asshole.
1: You still there? Sorry, something like. Exploded in one of the other rooms, so I had to go deal with that.
0: <laughs> okay. Ah. Yeah, so he's hunting down fucking this murderer. Uh, animation-wise, it's about level you'd expect for these fucking DC animated movies. At this point, at this point, they've essentially like put that shit in a conveyor belt where they mm. get, where they can just a- kind of bang on anything they any kind of animation they need, and it looked pretty all right. Except for like the last that's couple, good. like Teen Titan Focus movies, those had some weird moments in them. Just, just like weird anime-inspired fight sequences that the animators I don't think could handle. But that's none of that. It is all very, it's all very like standard DC animation. Um, I'm pretty sure Bruce Tim had a hand in producing this, so it looks like a Bruce Tim production. And yeah, I It was fine. Like like a big problem I have with a lot of these movies is that they seem to have this like along with the like just good method of actually making them, they seem to have this hard limit that no movie shit, but no movie's gonna be more than eighty minutes. Cause every single one of these movies is between seventy-five and eighty minutes. Which is unfortunate because with like another twenty minutes they could get some much needed time to actually let things grow. Let actually let fucking plot happen at a bit smoother rate instead of just instead of just this like race to the finish mentality of we have to get through this as fast as fucking possible. And that's the problem with all of these DC movies is that every single one of them is this. Every single one of them is we are going to we're gonna make this movie about half an hour shorter than it needs to be to properly tell the story because we have seventy five minutes to fill and we're gonna fucking fill it. We're making it a feature film by the. F- We're making it a feature film at the fucking cutoff point. Yeah, with this thing being a mystery, it is not a particularly great mystery for me. Like a lot, that like sucks. a lot of mysteries, it is like this. Like with lo- like a lot of mysteries for me, it is these huge cast characters where any one of them could be the murderer. And it is process of elimination, just like, all right, who is it? Who is it not? This guy's guy, I know this guy, know this, blah blah no, yeah. But with this, the group of characters is so like small and insular that it can only be one of them. And just kind of, the process of elimination is super fucking quick because there's kind of only one real person that it would make any kind of sense for it to be, and that doesn't make any sense. That sucks. And we also get to see Batman, you know, Batman master every martial art ever, get his ass kicked by a dude
1: doing Queensbury boxing. Queen's rules. Yeah, pretty you, much. You can't see it, but I literally put my dukes up and started bobbing back and forth. Oh, no, yeah, the second he goes to fight this guy, once the knife goes away, he's just fucking dukes up.
0: You know, Jack the Ripper? The guy mm-hmm. with the fucking. The guy who was either a butcher or a surgeon?
1: just like yeah well come on he could've also been a taxidermist he could've also been a taxidermist which is one of the jobs that a lot of people overlook
0: yeah (sighs) yeah I I don't know this movie was just kind of alright it it was animated fine voice acting was good we got uh, Bruce Greenwood uh, doing Batman and I love me some Bruce Greenwood.
1: Oh, I bet you do.
0: He, he doesn't get to be Batman often, but what he does, I always enjoy him. Uh, and that's kind of the only really real person of note I can think of. Like, even among the. Even among the uh, just. Fucking near infinite goddamn stable of voice actors they have. Yeah, they got John DiMaggio as Harvey Bullock. Yuri Lowenthal as Harvey Dent.
1: Oh I know a friend. I know a friend who would uh, squee at that. Yeah, and uh
0: Gray Delisle? As never sister Leslie,
1: never heard of him. Uh, well, she. I said um. Oh. You know, as in them. Yeah,
0: she's Vicky and *Fairly Odd Parents*. Sam from *Danny Phantom*. Mandy in *The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy*.
1: Okay. Azula in like *Avatar*. I like her. She's good.
0: Yeah, she's been in fucking all kinds of shit for a damn long time.
1: Yeah, but I don't even know actors when I see their faces, so.
0: Yeah, and then a couple other stables like, uh, like, like I said, John Amaggio, uh, Tara Strong, but they're also missing out a huge chunk of their regular cast. And no- nobody ever, nobody really ever, like, jumps out or makes any real impression. Like, fucking Jennifer Carpenter, Dexter's sister is the voice of Selena Kyle. Which that was a fucking turn for me. I did not know that she did voice acting at all. Yeah, I Yeah, it's just it's not It wasn't particularly it wasn't particularly engaging. It wasn't particularly interesting. It was competently done and that's about it. Which is unfortunate because this concept as like this idea of steampunk Batman. I like that idea.
1: Yeah, there was a great game idea pitch for it and that never happened.
0: Yeah, but instead we got this movie. Eh, I don't know. It's, It's a shame really. There hasn't really been a Great DC animated movie recently. Like all the ones in the really like, released in like the last ten years have just kind of been all right. But yeah, that's all I got. So I hope you guys enjoy an hour of me talking because that's what you fucking get with this podcast.
1: Hey, I try. <laughs> but I just. I'm I'm very good at summarizing, unlike some people. <laughs> if I had my way, these would be 30 minutes people could listen to them on the toilet and move on with their lives. Yeah,
0: no. Really, no. Anyway, we're on new stuff. News, news, news. just we didn't let the background movie.
1: Uh-oh. Yeah. You know that Batgirl movie that everybody was like,
0: "Yeah, Joss Whedon, let's make a Batgirl movie." Yeah,
1: I did not know that. I, yeah, it was, I hadn't heard about a Batgirl movie. What yeah, the it's,
0: fuck? it's been in the work for it's been in the work for like a little while now. Where like Joss Whedon signed up with uh, Warner Brothers in DC to make a Batgirl f- solo film, but he's not okay. now leaving the project to quote himself, "I didn't really have a story." Okay. Yeah, he just fucking. He, he signed on for this movie. Like, yeah, we're gonna make a background movie. It's gonna be great. Then, months into development, he says,
1: oh, I have no idea what the fuck I'm gonna be doing for this. Later, dudes. At least he was honest about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Holy Christ, dude. What the fuck?
0: What the fuck? I don't know. This is the weirdest story I think I've read in the last like y- in like since in like last year I think. Just somebody left a project because I couldn't think of anything interesting to do with it. Bye.
1: Well, that's why I end some D and D games.
0: Yeah, there's a difference between a and D game and a multi-million dollar movie. <laughs>
1: Hey, honestly like, I prefer this to him putting out a pile of crap because he was like, I didn't know what I was gonna do, but I didn't want to just leave. I mean, come on. You know, like the fact that the studio was like, Yeah, you can leave,
0: that's the thing that kinda surprised me the most, because they fucking sunk money into this and he is a fucking big name for them. So having Josh Whedon just go,
1: I don't think we're anything. Peace. And they'd be like, Yeah, that's cool. That might have been why they let him go though, because he's Joss Whedon.
0: Yeah, I feel like the story can only happen because it is Joss Whedon. But yeah, then moving on to a different, lesser story. Uh so you know the Rush Hour series? Yes. There's gonna be another one. No. Yes. No. Chris Tucker confirmed it himself. Motherfucker. On The Plug, (sighs) an ESPN podcast, you know, where where everybody gets their movie news. He said, it's happening. This is going to be the rush of all rushes. Jackie is ready. Are you shitting me? No, he's not. (laughs) And we want to do this so people don't ever forget it.
1: Uh, People eventually forget train wrecks.
0: <laughs> oh fuck me, man!
1: And anyone out there who's saying yeah, you should, you should believe in them, you should know. No, no. I am filled to the brim with faith in a lot of things that don't make sense to have faith in. I draw the line at rush hour eighteen or whatever this is four. No. Yep. Really? Yeah. I thought that was a rush hour five. Nope. No. No. Yeah.
0: Or you know. I think there was a Rush Hour TV show for like a for like half a season.
1: <sighs>
0: uh yeah, Rush Hour TV series. Uh lasted 13 episodes. It was Ugh. on
1: CBS. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me.
0: Yeah, starring Justin Hires and John Fu. Yeah, I uh, fucking cares. This goddamn rush hour. Anyway, that does it for news. Short. We didn't have much happening this week. Uh, movie. Why is Newt coming out? Uh, we got Annihilation and Game Night coming out this week. Both of them. Both of them very
1: well received so far, and both of them kind of look interesting not to me game night just looks like another annoying comedy it's just like it's gonna try way too hard and wind up pissing me off
0: i'm pretty sure it's a some kind of horror comedy thing
1: yeah that's why it's gonna piss me off okay they have they have an opportunity for a good premise but the trailers have done absolutely nothing to actually make me think it's gonna be any fun the trailers have just made me think. Oh, these annoying assholes aren't going to realize that things are actually happening.
0: Yay! I had not actually heard about this movie until recently. I haven't seen any of the
1: trailers. I've seen the same trailer like three times, and it's always about. All right, well, no matter what you think, you see or hear, like shit might get real tonight. And then like guns come out and people get kidnapped, and they're like, "Oh, I don't know if it's a game or not." Oh. Hmm. And it's been, like every trailer has been pretty much the entire opposite of funny to me.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh then next week Fucking Death Wish. Is that the car one? Uh no, this is the this is the remake of the Charles Bronson movie where Bruce Willis kills people.
1: Oh yeah, that looks awesome. It looks terrible. Looks awesome. Looks like a dumb action movie.
0: Oh, I'm just waiting for the fucking outraged essays about this fucking thing when it comes out, and dreading. Oh them. yeah,
1: no, definitely,
0: definitely, it's gonna be
1: good. It's gonna be good. <laughs> Jesus. I say it's going to be good, not because I think the movie is going to be good, but because the amount of rage is going to be delicious. Just people blaming it for un- whatever the next big violent attack is or someone taking the law into their own hands or some shit. No, that's the, it <laughs> like, won't be
0: that. It will be outraged essays about why this movie is bad for the fucking conversation about what's happening right now. Because in the trailer, with the outrage already began, it was a bald white dude going around shooting mostly black people, according to some people. Mm. Which, when I remember the trailer, it wasn't even spread of white people and black people being murdered.
1: I remember, like, a white guy, a black guy, and maybe a Hispanic guy. So the point was, yeah, no. violence
0: was evenly spread.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think this was. I don't think this movie was a race
0: crime. <laughs> but because it shows a white person shooting a black person, it's
1: racist. Best part is if they went back and recast a bunch of the black role, the black dead guy roles as white guys. It, like then they'd be like, oh, you can't have black people in your movies. You're a racist. Yeah, shit's stupid so, right now. Yeah. And also the world is made of dumb. And coming out
0: alongside it is something called Red Sparrow, a new Jennifer Lawrence movie. Who yeah, that
1: actually looks like it's a really interesting concept. And it's based on a book! <laughs> oh, joy!
0: I love things that are adapted from other things. They're the
1: best! It does look interesting, though. <laughs> like, like I've not—I've not read the book. Um, but like, if I am in the mood for a spy thriller, I'll probably go see that.
0: Okay. That's it for this week, I guess. I'm letting the dead air hang. Anyway, we'll I'm really
1: thinking that the dead man should hang.
0: We'll be back in two weeks time. Maybe. We'll tell one of these. Maybe it'll be longer. Maybe it'll be shorter. It's all to Caveman. Oh, fuck you. Find a third. I'm fucking not trying yet.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what I'm like. Yeah, I do. Uh, anyway, until then, I'm dead. And I'm
1: Caveman. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye, have a wonderful time.